Welcome to the Relationship Cycle with Jorge and Nelsa, where we discuss dating and other significant relationships. Thanks for joining us today on the Relationship Cycle with Jorge and Nelsa. Do you have show ideas? Email us at jorgeandnelsa at gmail.com. Follow us on Spotify or Anchor.fm for more great shows. And we're back, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. Poppy, we are talking about cultural differences in dating, Mm. which is a great topic for the two of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) So... Do you think it makes a difference if you're dating a partner who has cultural differences from you in your dating life? I mean, it's, I think it's important to acknowledge them to me. Um, cultural differences, is, it's not a right or wrong thing, in my opinion, because depending on your upbringing, depending on where you're from, you're going to see the world different and you're going to have your own culture, mm-hmm. even within... America, there's people with different cultures. If you compare somebody who's from the South compared to someone who's from New York City, right? there's going to be cultural differences, even with what they eat. Right. Um, however, my approach to that is it's important to acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. And the idea that, you know, we don't want to acknowledge it or try to assume that, oh, we're all the same or whatever. Colorblind. Or colorblind. I don't subscribe to that. And, you know, I've dated women of different cultures. I've dated European women, Asian women. You're married to... I was married to a Southern white woman. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you that the cultural differences absolutely played a factor in Mm -hmm. our relationship, for better or for worse. Right, right. Um, We did some... Um, surveying on Facebook, uh, the both of us, and I had some very interesting takes, but we're going to hold that until after this break, so don't go away. And we're back. Thank you for coming back with us, and we're talking about today cultural differences. Does it make a difference in dating? So um, we talked just a little bit before the break, um, Jorge, But I want to touch on that colorblind dating because as a black woman in the South, uh, I can remember, you know, not really ever dating anybody outside of my race, number one. And because I was from the, you know, the South, a small rural town, we didn't have that much diversity. Uh, I can remember my one good friend, uh, he's Hawaiian, and everybody thought we were brother and sister. (laughs) So they had already put us together as a family unit. And then, you know, I can remember maybe there being one other uh, family. They were Mexican. And I did date him for a little bit, you know, as a junior high. You know, it was just talking at school mainly on the bus or whatever. Um, And I can just remember the thing about him. He just wasn't a good kisser. (laughs) Had nothing to do with with him as a person. But then I think I was a little outgoing and I did a whole lot. I think sometimes I might have made him nervous because I was different. I was out of his comfort zone, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had one respondent from the Facebook survey uh, who said, you know, they were very careful about their response. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, I think it's that it does touchy. make a difference. And then I said, well, can you expand on that? Like, what do you think? He said, I think some people, um, I don't want to misquote, but he said, I think some people say 
um, cultural differences matter as a nice way of saying, you know, dating out of their race is, you know, they don't want to sound anti-racist, so they might say, I'm colorblind. It doesn't matter what color you are. But my take on that is I don't want anybody to dismiss any part of me. Just like I know you're Honduran, I don't want to not take that into consideration. It's not going to make me not want to date somebody by seeing who they are. If anything, we should be accentuating our differences. You know, we should be accentuating those things that make us unique and who we are. And I think when you just say, I'm just going to wipe out your whole, I know what some people are trying to say. Like, I don't let that discount you as a person I want to date, but it still kind of discounts me. I feel like by dismissing it, by dismissing it. Right. Let's talk about it. I think we wouldn't have as many issues sometimes in relationships in our country, whatever, if we could just talk about, these are the things that make us who we are. Can we learn to respect it? And even if I don't necessarily speak your language or I'm not from where you're from, I at least want to try to understand where you're from and what, why it makes you you. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's definitely something that you want to be mindful because oftentimes as people, we fear what we don't understand. Mm-hmm. So if you can understand someone's culture, you'll be able to relate to their family. You'll be able to relate to them better. Um, when I'm dating, um, I oftentimes uh, ask women, hey, have you ever been with Latino men before? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some women kind of take offense to it because they're like, why does that matter? Or why are you asking me that? Right. And I'm like, I just want to know, you know, what experience do you have with the Latino culture? Mm-hmm. And then they'll say, oh, well, you know, my girlfriend's Mexican or I have an Ecuadorian friend or whatnot. And I'm like... Okay, that's cool, but that you never day. dated a Latino <laughs> man, you know, because you can be friends with a lot of people. Right. But it's pretty, you know, clear that being friends with someone and being a romantic partner to someone are two different things, Absolutely. in my opinion. Absolutely. And you can't just get the same experience, mm-hmm. uh, culturally speaking, right. you know, because um, to get more personal, uh, me and my wife, we, we struggled ex-wife, we struggled with some of these uh, cultural differences. Um, So we would, you know, have Christmas or, you -hmm. know, holiday dinners, and we would have to make separate food for her Mm -hmm. because she didn't like our food. Wow. And it's not a bad thing because, you know, some people are very particular about what they eat, and she was not very fond of some of the stuff that we Mm -hmm. ate. So we try to hey we're gonna do our thing but we're also gonna make something extra on the side so that she can also enjoy a good meal and eat with us as well even though she was maybe not gonna eat the tamales Mm -hmm. or eat the ceviche Mm -hmm. or uh you know the carne asada or whatever because it wasn't really her cup of tea right um or sometimes we would be um you know, in family get-togethers, and she would be texting me, what are they saying? What are uh, they, what's going that's on? That's what I was going to ask about. Like, I have a friend who does not speak the language, the, the main language of her spouse. And so I've often wondered, how does that impact a relationship? Like, not the fact that you don't know, but if you won't learn. Like, does that make a difference in how a person perceives? Like, you know, my family were loud. We're very, you know, very 
tightly bound, tightly knit group. We do a lot together. And so I've had exes who did not have that type of family background Mm -hmm. and didn't want to come to family gatherings with me, didn't want to do a lot of things with me and my family because that's not what their culture had been. And I'm talking African-American men who, you know, lived in the same, you know, same area. So culturally for us, it was all about family. It was all about, you know, being together, doing things together, experiencing holidays together. And to be with somebody who wouldn't participate in that really turned me off because I'm like, how are we going to be together? And this is a big part of my life and you won't participate. So, you know, did she ever learn, um, you know, to speak your language? Did she ever learn to eat your, you know, background and food in your background? No, not an expector to. I mean, she said she wanted to, but. You know, odds are learning a new language as an adult is very difficult. difficult. It's very difficult. Uh, So I don't begrudge her for that. Um, Yeah, what I would have liked for her to be a little bit more open-minded and trying Mm -hmm. things, Uh, sure. But um, I don't begrudge her for that necessarily, but it definitely would kind of put me in a tough spot, you know, because I'm like, hey... I don't see my family all the time and it's Christmas. I want to be here a long time and I want to be able to enjoy them. Mm -hmm. But it's in the back of your mind that, Hey, she's not eating anything. Yeah. She's over here texting me. Like, when are we leaving? Yeah. Uh, What's everybody saying? So then I'm sitting there basically playing like, you know, the middleman of like trying to to make sure that she's good. And then I'm trying to pay attention to my family. So it can, it can be a little challenging Mm -hmm. and I get it because um, when I would go to her family events, I would, you know, be the only brown person there. Everybody else mm-hmm. would be white. And, you know, that that's never really bothered me. Um, but, you know, you're mindful of it. Right. Um, and you do stand out like a sore thumb. So let me ask you about that. Because one of the questions that I came, you know, came to my mind just in thinking about being with someone who is so different, would your family approve of you, which, I, you know, you actually ended up marrying someone outside of your culture, but... You know, now that you're divorced, that that situation did not work out for various reasons, not just because you're culturally sure. different, of course. But would your family, like, where does their desire lie as far as, you know, you dating someone again who is not, you know, of a Hispanic Latino background? Like, have, have look, like my mama, I'm sure, has expressed an opinion. Has your mom or dad, either of them, expressed an opinion about my dad's? Pretty offhands when it, you know, he doesn't have too much to say when it comes to that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, son, I just want you to be happy. Okay. And he keeps it pretty simple when it comes to that. Um, my mom, you know, she's like, you know, it would be easier if you dated a Latina just because the cultural differences would would yeah. be a lot smaller. Right. And obviously there wouldn't be a language barrier. Right. Because the majority of my family mainly speaks Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um and she probably, I'm guessing, wants to connect to somebody you bring around who's special to you. She does. She does. And I, I get that. But I also tell her, Mom, you know the heart goes where it wants, not where you tell it to go. <laughs> so I do have to put that caveat that, hey, I, I get that. But 
you know, sometimes right. you, you can't help you can't help who you fall for. Yeah. And if I happen to fall for somebody who's of a different language or different culture, then that's just look. And it's difficult already. So you know, try, really trying to pigeonhole, you know, who yeah. you're gonna date can make it even more difficult. Yeah, and at the end of the day, I think the most important detail from that is that you know you got to do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. So I never been one to focus on race as a determining factor with who I'm going to spend time with and date. Yeah. That's never been like, I don't get too hung up. Some people do get hung up on that. Right. I have certain friends that are like, Hey, look, I mainly only date Latinas mm-hmm. or I only date brunettes or redheads or yeah. whatever. And that's and not, it, it does not make them prejudice or racist or anything. That's right. just their preference. preferences. And I think there is a big difference in that word preference and prejudice. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I think even, you know, what is the difference though? How do you Well, I think a preference is these are the these are this is what the look I prefer. This is the height I prefer. This is the I like someone with this, you know, in their background or whatever. I think saying I would never date a man outside of, you know, the black race. I would never date a man who is now, maybe that might be prejudicial, but I, I don't really care for short men anymore. <laughs> that That's be, another conversation. But, I ain't going to touch that puppy. But, you know, if he was the right one, if he did everything right, and all I had to go on was he's short and I can't be with him, that to me is one of those out of the park that's a prejudice like you've really got to work on that because if he's got everything going for him except height then like I'm really holding myself back from a great experience with someone all because of one really circumstantial superficial reason you know what I'm saying like that's crazy oh absolutely um so I I try to give people a feel of the Latino culture to Mm -hmm. maybe a woman who maybe doesn't know the inner workings Mm -hmm. other than, Oh, I love Mexican food. (laughs) Well, okay. Don't we all, but, um, one of the things that the Latino culture is very, uh, that it's, it's something that's meaningful is being close to family. Mm -hmm. And I have met a lot of American women and they're like, Oh, I'm very close to family too. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, let me give you some context. Because from my experience of dating American women, they're like, oh, yeah, I see my family three or four times a year. And oh, we're, very, we're very close. <laughs> and I'm like, look. I see mine three or four times a day. <laughs> I'm like, look. I'm like, for Latinos, we don't need to just have Thanksgiving or Christmas Absolutely. or Easter to, hell, we don't even celebrate Easter. Uh-huh. But uh, it doesn't have to be a holiday for us to get together. Right. Like my mom, we literally grilled out a few weeks ago just because we wanted to grill out. Right. And it was not a holiday at all. Look, I spent the night with my mom <laughs> all this weekend <laughs> because it was her birthday weekend. So it was like a big deal. And my family birthdays are super big deals. And to not celebrate one would be like, what's wrong with you? Like, you didn't have a cake, you didn't have ice cream, and I have dated people like that, where I made birthdays like a super big deal, I'm going to sing to you crazy, we're going to do whatever it is you want to do, and they're like, I don't really celebrate my birthday, and I'm like, "Mm, that just feels weird, you know, like, my grandma used to do a whole birthday dinner for whoever's birthday, whether you were there, or you were in another state, whatever, we had a whole situation with you know, food and celebration Mm -hmm. and all that. So I think, um, 
you know, answering that question for myself, you know, my mom always used to say she had no idea what I might bring home. She just knew I was like very flavorful. And so she's like, I just always told your daddy, we just don't know, you know, she might come through the door. Anyway, and I did. Like, I always had friends of different backgrounds, different cultures. I had visited different places. And so um, I think, you know, like you say with your mom, having someone in your life who understands how your culture operates is important to her and to me. But can I find that someone in a different culture? I think, yes, I think that's very doable. I think the world has become a much smaller place. I think we're all much more alike than we are different. Um, but I can remember looking on some of the, the dating sites when I first got out there. And of course it was a very uh, hot election year <laughs> and there were a lot of people who were making political mm -hmm. statements and even now, even now, you know, we're we're only like, what, two years away from another election and people are still saying swipe left if you're this politically. If you're to the right, if you're to the left, if you're to the middle, whatever, swipe left if you're not on my team. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, you know, when I see that, like no matter which side it's on, I kind of automatically swipe a little left because it's just like, well... Where are we ever going to meet in the middle with dating if, if we're already putting blocks up at the profile? Can we really come together if that's going to be the first thing that I know about you and how you feel that way? And it's not to say that you can't have your political sides, but I know there are marriages that were about to break up or did break up because of political differences. Wow. I mean, that's how deep cultural differences can divide a family. And, you know, there's somebody in my neighborhood who puts little signs on his tree and he's disowned his son because of his political affiliation, because wow. it's not the same as the dad. And I'm like, wow, would you look at that? I cannot believe it. So I can imagine being in a relationship with someone that you're you're you know intimate with, you know, emotionally, physically, whatever. And that being like the thing that divides you every day, like you can't go home, you either can't talk about it. Or when you do, you're having an argument. You know, you're, you're both trying to convince each other. So I think having those discussions are very important because if you don't, then you're setting yourself up for real heartbreak that you fall for somebody that you are so far apart from, you know, whether it's religious beliefs, whatever the case may be. And you guys can't even have a conversation without it turning into an argument, you know, even financially, like what you believe about money is a cultural difference. And people don't get that. Like, what you believe about your finances and how it should go and who should earn money or if you should stay home. Like, you could really destroy your relationship if you don't know where you and your partner stand. I mean, to me, it's important to... There's this... Uh, it's like almost taboo in American culture to speak early on about uh, religion and mm -hmm. politics. I don't give a damn. I will talk about it because right. I want to know where you stand with that. Mm -hmm. So that way, you know, we don't get too far down the path of, hey, I didn't know you were, you know, so political. I didn't know you were, you know, this religious mm -hmm. because I'm atheist or whatever. So I think to me, it's important to identify where you stand on that right. and see if you can find, because listen, you may not agree on everything, mm -hmm. but, you know, as long as you're in the same ballpark, you right. can probably make it work. I've dated conservative women before. Right. And I'm, I lean pretty liberal on a lot of social mm -hmm. issues for the most part. Mm -hmm. um, I've dated conservative women and 
we made it work because we found, you know, common ground right. on, on certain things. Now, I can honestly say uh, Trump loving women, I can't do. Mm-hmm. I tried. I went out on dates and we argued the whole damn time. Wow. And I know. And to yeah. me, I separate conservative people and Trump lovers as two different groups, in my okay. opinion, because Trump followers tend to have kind of like a cult following thing and conservative people just are conservative people that have different core right. values than liberal people, for right. example. So that's uh, that's bringing up another good point, I think, in how you figure out what your date life is going to look like. What's the most important thing in, like, we have to have this in order for us to move further. Like, this has to be a part of the compatibility equation in order for us to be in a relationship. And I think for me... Good communication is number one mm-hmm. because I've not had that before. And I'm like, no, I cannot do that again because that did not work out. Um, and even on my part, like I have to feel comfortable with the person I'm dating. And if I don't feel like I can ever open up and tell you my truths, then you're not for me because for some of whatever reason, I feel blocked talking to you. So I know if I have to keep myself locked up, my body's tense and tight. When we're talking, I can't, I'm not going to be able to work with this person for whatever reason, because I don't feel like I can open up and, and really tell you my truth. Um, what about for you? Um, I mean, yeah, I don't hide it. I mean, I don't pursue it right off the bat, but whenever that conversation comes up, yeah, let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. I want to know where you stand because I don't want to find out that, hey, three, four years into the relationship, we find out that we have you know, polar opposite core values. Mm -hmm. And here we are planning on having a kid. So is that your, is that your number one, like core values is your top compatibility rating score that you're looking for? Or is there one thing in particular, like, you know, are you a, you know, conservative Republican? What's your number one? My number one would be, uh, if a woman wants to have kids and is able to have kids, okay. I would say that's probably been my biggest issue. Right. We talked about how challenging that's been. It's been, <laughs> issue, you know, with it, us. It's been challenging. <laughs> you know, it's a conversation that I seem to have, you know, with a lot of women. Yeah. Um, and some not because, you know, they can't see, you know, themselves settling down again. But they're mm-hmm. like, hey, I already have two kids or I already have a child who's in high school or about to enter high school. So just starting over and being a kid and having another child again just does not seem appealing to me. So I would say that that's usually uh, for something meaningful and long-term, that is something that I have to have some answers on. Gotcha. And that's a big deal. Like, you know, whatever your deal breaker is, I think our audience listening out there, um, you know, we had all those people to chime in on Facebook about cultural differences do make a difference. They didn't say it necessarily was a deal breaker, but it did impact the relationships overall. I think you said you had one person that maybe said, no, it wasn't that big a deal. And you Mm -hmm. thought you'd probably challenge them. If you could really talk to them, maybe it really did. You don't know. Um, But I feel like the deal breakers in a relationship do often boil down to cultural differences in in the end sometimes. Like, you know, even whether you want to be with a family, have a family, be with family, like that's a cultural difference for some people. When you talk about there are women who don't see their families, but three or four times a year and you're like, I see my family three or four times a week, if not more. So, you know, there's some people who feel like we're the family, the two of us and whatever children we have. 
everybody else is extra. And I'm like, uh, not in this family. <laughs> that is not the truth. And I'm not going to live that life with somebody who doesn't understand how tight knit my family is. Now, you know, I have to let my family know boundaries. You know, I want sure. to spend time with whoever's in my life, but I, we got to blend. Like, and I did, I can remember, you know, the last serious relationship I had, my daughter, uh, one of my daughters did not particularly have good energy with the person I was dating. And I kept being in the middle, you know, kind of like you said about Thanksgiving dinner or whatever. And I felt like, She's always going to be my child. I'm that mama. She's always going to be my child. And her needs are always going to be paramount to me. So could I date somebody that my child really is having a difficult time getting along with? And there were other things that came up. It wasn't just her feelings. But her feelings, I really had to examine that. I was like, really, can I be a mom, the mom I want to be? And disregard my child's feelings. And, you know, I tried to play nice and tried to keep them, you know, on the same page and, you know, keep the peace or whatever. But it was too hard. It really was too hard for me to do that and feel like it was going to work out in the long run. And it didn't work out for other reasons. But I think, again, we don't often think all the way. You can't, you can't always know what's going to happen in a relationship. But there are some things that I have to be honest with myself about up front. And, you know, I'll be honest. You know, I've had a friend. He's white. And one of the first questions I asked him was, <laughs> have you ever dated a black woman? Mm-hmm. And he said, this is not my first rodeo. Hey. Now, he's got the he's got the, <laughs> the cutest, hardcore, countryest accent in the world. You would not even. But he had been in the military. He had traveled all over the world. He had had friends of various backgrounds and had dated all sorts of women, including multiple black women. But a part of me sometimes felt like, do you think I'm just going to be promiscuous? Do you think I'm just going to be exotic? And this is your bad boy moment that you're going through with your family. Or a fetish. A fetish, exactly. Um, And so that was important to me. And I had to ask that up front to feel like, let me see how he's going to answer it. Let me see how he's going to treat me. And, you know, we've only been, you know, friends, pen pals, you know, talking on the phone. It's long distance or whatever. But in my mind, it was so important to, to if he couldn't t- pass that test, <laughs> I couldn't even talk on the phone with him. There have been people that, you right. know, yeah, I have. But then the first thing they do is send you some inappropriate pictures or texts or whatever. And I'm like, you, number one, don't respect me. And that's whether you are Latino, you're black, you're white, whatever. A man who comes out of the gate with that, and you haven't even gotten to know me. And I will be honest, if you use love, honey, or sugar, and never use my well, name, <laughs> you're the only exception. I was just like, oh my gosh, you don't even want to get to know my name. Then what can we really share, you know? I um, It's funny because when I was married... Um, You know, and I would go to work uh, when the world, this was pre-pandemic, when the world was normal, obviously. Uh, I would talk to my mom every day. Mm -hmm. My wife thought that was the weirdest thing. Wow. And I'd be like, why? Like, you know, I'll just check in on her. You know, we don't talk for a long time, but, you know, a quick five, ten minute conversation or whatever. She could go a week without talking to her mom. Wow. Or sometimes even a couple of weeks, depending on what she had going on. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I talk to my mom every day. Right. Um, but to one of the things that I do try to 
mention to a lot of American women who maybe are new or maybe still learning about, you know, Latino men. And I can honestly, this is not something I'm proud of, but in the Latino culture, I do feel that our mothers do baby us a mm-hmm. lot. I mean, I know when I was growing up, my mom would do my laundry. Mm-hmm. My mom would serve my dinner hot, ready on the plate. Son, come sit down and enjoy your meal. Mm-hmm. And on the surface, it doesn't seem like a big deal. Right. But when you start dating women, you're like, what you talking about? <laughs> Serve your meal first, huh? When you start dating, (laughs) hell, there were even you know, you know, when I started dating, and then I kind of was thinking, hey, she's gonna be like kind of what my mom would do. She's gonna do my laundry. (laughs) She's gonna serve my meal and and cook and all that. And she would be like, "Uh, I'm not doing all that. You gotta come help me. Right. right. And I was like, wait, what? So, and it's funny because um, I did not move out of my house uh-huh. until I was 27. That's uh-huh. when I bought my first house. Uh-huh. My only house. My first, my house that I bought. Uh-huh. And to some American women, that was the craziest thing ever. Uh-huh. Because they're like, you still live with your family? I'm like, well, yeah, I pay rent. But yeah, I live with them. Yeah. And they're like, why? Like, to them, it was just such a foreign concept yeah. right. that I was still living at home. And I'm like, I mean, in the Latino culture, it's very typical for kids and parents to still live together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was dating my wife at the time, my you know ex-wife mm-hmm. at the time. We were boyfriend and girlfriend, but we weren't like married. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, you know, I was saving up to buy a house and I was paying yeah. my parents rent. Pretty practical. You know, I mean, if it, you think about it, it. It allowed me to save money so that right. I could buy the house. Right. But I get it because I, I can also see both sides because in the American culture, there is this understanding mm-hmm. that once your kid's 18, you got to make a move. In some American cultures. In a lot of American because cultures. You that was not mine. <laughs> like, if you look at like, you know, like movies yeah. or, you know, even right. colleges at 18, you're moving out. Hell, they have dorm rooms in mm-hmm. every college that you go to because right. they want kids moving out and moving into the college dorm. Right. So it's kind of like the expectation, like, hey, you're 18. What's the move here? You're going to trade school. You're going to school. Mm-hmm. You're going to the army or what's the deal? Yeah. And the almost Latino like culture, we're almost opposite. We're like, hey, we want you to stay here as long as possible right. until you're ready to make that big, bold move. And we want you to move into a house, not an mm-hmm. apartment. Right. It makes a lot of sense. So wrapping up, um, we've had a, a really good, rich discussion as always. Um, are you... I guess looking to find somebody who is within your race, within your culture, within your comfort zone, or are you open to, you know, and I'm talking long term, not just a date, but if you're really looking to seriously be with someone again, get married, have a have a child, how important is that going to be to you in making that final decision? You promise not to tell my mama anything? I won't tell your mama. Uh, I keep my options open. I am not focusing solely on a Latina woman Mm -hmm. because my mama wants me to focus on a Latina woman. Okay. But, you know, um, if I meet a good Latina woman, 
and she is compatible with me, then, hey, that's like, hey, this will be a smoother transition. Is she going to need to cook your meals and do your laundry <laughs> and treat you like your mama does? Now, you know better than that. You know that I've become a lot more independent I know, I and know. I love cooking. And so you do a great job. I do not depend on a woman to cook for me. Mm-hmm. I know how to cook a few things, so I don't uh, have those issues anymore. Right. But once upon a time, yeah, I was very reliant on a woman to help me with those things. Okay. But I will say this, though, to kind of you know, put a bow on this conversation. I don't want this to seem like it's a negative thing to right. date outside your race. No, me and you, not. Me and you have done that on We've several occasions. Plenty of times. I, I want people to understand that it is good to step outside of your comfort zone mm-hmm. or even explore new cultures, whether it be friendships, dating, or networking, or whatever it may right. be. However... I do feel that it is naive to think that cultural differences do not exist Mm -hmm. or that they do not play a role because they will play a role. It's just a matter of how much of a role you let it to play, depending on are you willing to learn? Are you willing to understand? Mm -hmm. Are you willing to adapt? Even explore. Explore. (laughs) Hey, all that. So, you know, I, I leave, you know, our listeners with that, that, hey, it's okay to date outside your race. It's awesome, actually, because you get to learn mm-hmm. a new experience. And who knows? You might realize that, you know what? I'm very attracted to Latino men. They kind of seem to fit my vibe a little bit. Okay. But with that, you do need to understand that, hey, you got to come with an open mind because there's going to be some cultural differences mm-hmm. that you need to understand and be ready for and vice versa absolutely Uh, for our listeners we have put up a poll we're curious about whether or not uh, you think cultural differences make um, or break a relationship and how many or uh, have you ever rather dated outside of your own cultural background so check us out Uh, you'll see our poll questions either on anchor.fm at the relationship cycle with jorge and nelsa or you can find it on our spotify so take a look let us know your opinion or just hit us on facebook and let us know what you think thank you so much for joining us buenas noches people follow us thank you